you're singing tonight? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight, it's man. Not I... in room two? I'm what the fuck? You said it again. Nothing for me to come up into the room to. Man, my bad. I ain't you no background music, no entrance music. Fuck. Yeah, man. How about what these bitches want from a nigga? I'm with that. <laughs> what these bitches want from a. That work? I'm, yeah, man. I'm feeling that one. Yeah, I like that. I'ma be a nigga for life. <laughs> yeah. I can't hit that note. Thanks, Cisco. For, uh. Relegating me to my fate at age 11. Uh, the last time we talked about DMX was the uh, the Snoop Dogg DMX versus where we found where we realized that like listen man some of the shit we was listening to now that we're old <laughs> like maybe we shouldn't maybe we shouldn't have uh, but you yeah, know I mean, what do these you bitches want from catalog me? yeah listen listen. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, let's get into that first before I before I ask how you're doing. Um, I, I feel like that's the best way to maybe start is to uh, shortly, very shortly. We even recorded a day late. Um, shortly after us recording, uh, a few hours before we dropped last week's episode, uh, DMX, known to close family members as Earl Simmons, uh, but. If, Fans around the world, DMX uh, sadly passed away last week. I want to say rest in peace to the legend. Um, better eulogies have been spoken. Better eulogies are coming. I, uh, you know, regretfully, um, I wasn't like the hugest DMX fan as far as like the album cuts. But he was one of those names that, you know how some people are like fans of people. And that you're not a fan of not and and it sounds how it sounds, but I think y'all know what I mean. Um, and you're like, yo, why do you like that person? You know what I'm saying? Wait, I know, I know that. Yeah, right. DMX was not one of those guys. No. Um, he was just one of the guys I just never got a chance, or rather say, I should say, took the chance to dig into the catalog that way. Um, Mainly just familiar with the singles, a couple album cuts here and there, but like even with the singles, like like when Eminem would drop singles, like the first single, and it was like the goofy single, you didn't quite know what you were getting. Not with the album. Right. Like DMX was really the first guy to blend like pure aggression with true emotional vulnerability. Yeah, like vulnerability and that, but you'll never look at him and be like, "I could try him." No, you wasn't about to try. <laughs> you were about to try DMX, man. Um, there are stories out there. Ja Rule told a story about DMX called him up one time to come hang out, drive through the streets. I think of like Miami or whatever. Pull up in his car. Ja Rule was like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah," he's like, "Yo, where'd you get this car?" He's like, "I don't worry about it. Just, just, just hop in. Just hop in, roll with me." And they went rolling, and they get pulled over and find out that the car is stolen because DMX stole the car. He lived it. He lived it. So they went to jail for the night, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I'm man. At all after that. That was probably it. Didn't ride that was probably it. Right? They just met up at the spot. <laughs> they just met up. I'm going to pick you up. 
Yeah. No, 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 I'm good. I'm good. No, no, no. Dog. Let me come get you. <laughs> ah, you know, it's good to laugh in these moments, man. Um, rest in peace to the legend. This is one of those moments where so I was on the way to the barbershop and as I was on the way, somebody was banging. I think it was what these bitches want. Somebody was banging what these bitches want at the car. And it gave me it gave me that sinking feeling, honestly, because at that time I hadn't heard any news. And then I got to the barber shop and my barber actually was the one to announce to the room that DMX had passed. And you would think like this room full of black men, mainly I think it was all black men, except for like, like someone's mom you know, or like her seven year old was there. Um, I expected a little more sensitivity in the room and it kind of, it kind of sucked, man. Um, yeah, I expect a little more sensitivity. I won't go into what was said. Not just, yeah. Um, so that kind of sucked. And, um, I don't know. It, it, It put me in that zone. Like, damn, man, you know, listen, I guess. You can't expect the same sensitivity, right? Because on the flip side, listen, Prince Philip passed away. And in my brain, that's like 99 years of racism. Like, yeah. what I'm going to do, right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know he meant something to somebody. Um, and I'm and I'm, and I'm I'm choosing my words carefully, but like in that room, it's not that DMX didn't mean something to these people. But they were, they were, they, they took the time to mention that like, you know, of course he was in a vegetative state. For the last couple of days, and so, I mean, you hold out hope for those moments. Yeah, but you can only you can only hold out hope for so long. And I, that was, and um, even more insensitive were their comments. And I'm in my chair, like, yeah, I need to finish this cut, stuff, dog. <laughs> yeah, I need to finish this cut. Um, rest in peace, DMX. Um. I, I I do like though, you know how somebody passes away, and then like people talk about their music, talk about who they are, and you get like the cornballs who are like, oh, now y'all are fans of such as I didn't know such and such had all these fans. You're not seeing that for DMX. No, you're not seeing that for DMX. No, like that was a guy who consistently. Like was loved and respected, even by a guy like me who doesn't even know the album cuts like that. Like, the respect is there. And so the guys who, you know, who, who lived by those albums, the people who live by those albums, you know, I definitely feel um, my heart goes out to all, to all affected. Um, anything you'd like to add at all? I think you hit it on the head. Yeah. Wanted to give some time to speak, absolutely. But how are you, Ren? How, how's your, uh, how, how you feeling, man? How's your week, man? It's been seven days. Well, six days technically. We don't like to talk about when we record, but you know, whatever. It's been it's been all right. It's been, yeah. uh, I can't really complain. Yeah, you all right? Yeah, man, I'm good. Yeah, just out here chilling, man. Nothing, to, nothing to add. Uh, not me like I was supposed to go back home for this weekend for or last weekend for WrestleMania. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody canceled on me. Well, I mean, it wasn't really. Circumstances changed. Right, I hear that. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. My buddy's had uh, his girlfriend had to go to the hospital, so I was like, uh, that's what we was gonna to watch WrestleMania. So I was yeah. Like, uh. Hate to hear that. Like I was, yeah, I definitely hate to hear that, but that was yeah. really the only reason I was going back up there. Right, 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 right. And then my guy that I normally stay with, he got his second vaccine. So he was uh, out of commission. He said that shit was worse than COVID because he had, he had had it. Mm, antibodies ran out. Mm. Mm, Shinga. No, I turned it in like on Friday night. I turned it into a good night. I went to uh, I went to Carbondale. Word. Actually, I did see you in a foreign bedroom. My buddy was playing up at, uh, you remember Trace, Trace Ombres? Yes, sir. Bar. Yep. He was playing up there. I got I got a shout out as soon as I sat down and got a drink from him. True, true, Everybody true. Fuck out was. Won, won about 200 bucks on the machine. <laughs> I'm not. To, uh, <laughs> what's what, up? You saying that isn't so funny, but you saying that you got the shout out reminded me of something. Um, close, close lady friend of mine wants me to say hello. Hey, tell Ren I said hi. She was like, "Would that be weird if I said tell Ren I said hi?" And I would be like, "Under under normal circumstances, maybe." But as we've mentioned, fifty seven out of his one hundred eleven episodes, the people like Ren more than me, so it's okay. It makes sense. Ren is love. It's okay, man. I can take it. Listen, if not if not meeting you, right? Who else? It's got, it's got to be one of us. Who else, man? This is what we do. This is wrestling. We we put over our tag team partners. We we make each other look good. Uh, but yeah, no, like I uh, wouldn't see one of my buddies play at the yeah. bar. Hang out with him, and then uh, you can bleep her name out. But uh, you remember? Yeah, I actually that was the first name I thought of. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We hung out. Me and her and her boyfriend hung out. Yeah. And then I went and seen uh, Cam's little brother and Jaws. Okay, I didn't know he had a little brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just like really, I haven't seen him like he's like five or six years. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it was good. Like I was, I was worried if Jaws was even going to remember me. That's that's Junior's dad. Right. 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 He could smell Junior like, on you. Yeah. Well, no, him and Junior <laughs> don't get along. Rip. Well, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> There's a deeper, there's a deeper, darker metaphor in there somewhere. Well, like, I, I got, I got to the apartment complex. And I'm just gonna sit outside on the cooler, just waiting on him to come out. Cause like I'm not gonna run up in there and be like, ah, mm, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jaws is 12 years old. Uh, that's 80. Yeah, let's say 84 years, dog. Yeah. He's so small now. Really, really. Is it like muscle, or is it just kind of just just got like, some just got he ain't smaller? Got no muscle. He's just an old man. He's got white on it. Like he's got white hairs up on his face. Oh man! Yeah. Oh wow! 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 Damn! Visit was good though. With, yeah, uh, yeah. Little bro and with Jaws. Yeah, yeah. I was just carving up for the night. That was Friday night. And then mm-hmm. uh, just came back to the house and. Uh, Watched the two nights of WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two nights. Just hung out. Two nights. Weathered that, uh, ha, weathered, weathered that rain delay. Yeah, that's yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be like, yeah, there would be something. I remember I was, uh, I think you told me, somebody told me about you. I think it was you, you texted me. You or, or somebody, but I was in like the Smoothie King drive through Because I knew I wasn't going to be able to like catch it all or catch any of it. And then uh, I'm like, oh shit, rain delay. 
Bet. Bet. I'll get to see something. So I caught a couple uh, a couple matches on the first night um, before I went out to to dinner. Um, I'm amused was, by the. F- Go ahead. What? I was gonna say, how was your weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll get I'll get there. I was gonna say, I'm amused by the fact that Junior don't like his daddy. <laughs> no, it was the other way around. Oh, oh. So oh. Jaws don't like his son. He's Th- bigger and he still got his nuts. That's sad. That's sad as shit. Bro, when I went back home. It was like, I think Junior was like one or two. Yeah. I think it was like one. And I went back and um, I went back home for a funeral. Mm. And I stayed at Cam's house and watched the dogs. Yeah. Because it was when they had that little festival in Danville. So they all went to that shit. I was going to the funeral. Uh, Downtown. No, no, no. Oh, out of uh, like something of the moon? Phase, festival phase of the, the moon. Phase of the yeah. moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was a one and done. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching. I was watching Jaws. Well, that's Junior's dad. I was watching Daisy, Junior's mom, and Junior, mm. three big ass pit bulls. Mm-hmm. Junior and Jaws got into it, and I break that shit up. And Junior <laughs> was just so scared. He ran to the cage like Aww. he did something wrong. Aww. Oh, he was scared of you because you broke it up, not of his daddy. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough, man. Junior out here walking around the streets just trying to get the love of his daddy. Just trying to get the love, dude. That's crazy. (laughs) That is funny that dogs have parental problems like humans do. It's like, I hate you, son. Right. That's wild. Dad, I'm just trying to make you proud. That's crazy. You're too big. You're bigger than me. I don't like you. Jaws just jealous of his son's nuts. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, now nah, my weekend was cool. My weekend was cool. Had a, had a visitor. I was I was hosting, hanging out. Uh, had a little company for the weekend. It was cool, man. Um, women will get you to do stuff that you just wouldn't. Not not that you wouldn't do it, but like like you wouldn't normally do. Like we went to a little museum out here, but it wasn't like a regular museum. It was like part museum, part like extravagant deluxe McDonald's play place. Yeah, that's the adult museum out there. Man, uh man, I I we we climbed this joint, man, did this ten story slide. Bruh. So there was two options. One of them is like complete spiral, just spiral, spiral, spiral. The one I went on, it was spirally, but it was like speeds up and slows down. You shook? Well, I was too tall. <laughs> I was too <Okay>. tall. <laughs> so like no spirals. I was ass. too tall for the spiral, so I had to like kind of curve my body, and then it would speed up. I'm like, oh shit! But like, my shoes would smack the wall. You know what I'm saying? There's footage of me. There's some live photos of me coming out the bottom. My eyes were wide open and shit. I see these. Yeah, I gotta get them too. But uh, it was cool, man. I was I was good. You know, went to this uh, went to this dope dinner. Um, yeah, man, what we do Sunday? I had a bridal show Sunday, which I'd I'd, I'd forgotten about. <laughs> um, I was selling the product, and uh, yeah, went back, man. Caught uh, caught night two of Manny alive. So that was that was good, man. Uh, so the weekend was cool. The weekend itself was cool. Um, I'll be honest, man. I've kind of been in my head all week, though. I've been in my head all week. Um, about a lot of things, about a lot of things, you know, 
Um, You're my kayfabe. Kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, Stone Cold has some vulnerable moments, but it's all good. Um, I'll be Kurt Angle. Um, yeah, man, I've been in my head all week um, about a few things, but I'll, I'll I'll leave this here for the for the podcast. You know, um, as you know, as the listeners know, I be in my brain. My brain be braining. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I never I never watch Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but the tagline of Game of, Game of Thrones was "Winter is coming." Now me, you know, I've said this in in text and you know my IG story and in private conversations. Um, summer is coming. Yeah. And you know, I did a song like seven years ago, almost seven full years ago. Part of the, part of the hook was uh, it's, it's hot out here this summer, boy. Better keep you some AC. And it has a much stronger, deeper meaning to me now than it did in 2014. Because summer, for most people, means beaches, hikes, picnics, swimming pools, shit you can do outside. Especially, you know, we're vaccinated now, right? People give less of a fuck about anything. So, going outside. But, like, for me and, and people who look like me, summer is coming. Summer means a fresh batch of R.I.P.'s. Um, summer means, yo, let me only take the main roads to my office because if I take this back road, which is much more convenient and more of a shortcut, I have PTSD from the last time I, I got, I got pulled over on that road in this ritzy neighborhood. Cause I was speeding. I was going that ain't something what I was doing, but I was speeding. And summer means making sure I have extra business cards in my front compartment so I can hand that with my license so that my business card with me in a suit and me smiling because my driver's license at the DMV, they told me not to smile. So I got angry blackface in the fucking license. So let me hand you my license and my business card with my suit on and my smile and my office is around the corner so you know that I'm quote-unquote one of the good ones and hope that works. But also let me fucking have HR on the phone because they record every phone call. So I can let you know that, hey, I'm just going to my office because I'm training someone to DJ your daughter's fucking wedding, pussy. That is what summer means. Summer means paranoia. It means, am I next? It means, are one of my friends next? Uh, most recently, a young man by the name of Dante Wright um, was murdered by a 26-year veteran who held a high rank in her precinct who, quote-unquote, mistook 
her gun for her taser. They uh, he was pulled over. The report is he was pulled over because he had air freshener hanging from his rearview mirror. And when he was pulled over, it was found out that he had a warrant for his arrest. Do you know what the warrant was for? I do not. When he was 18, maybe a little younger, but around that age, um, he was uh, he, he was cited for having a joint. In a state where marijuana is decriminalized, he had a joint and was given a fine of 150 180 bucks. I think 180 is being generous, but it was like 150 bucks and uh didn't pay the fine. So they they issued a warrant for his arrest for a $150 fine for a joint. Well, I saw a couple days ago um and I'm sure fact checkers will 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 check the facts that he missed his hearing. And it was a Zoom meeting because of the pandemic. He missed the hearing because they sent the Zoom invitation to the wrong address. How convenient. And so he missed the hearing, plus not paying the fine. They issued a warrant for his arrest. Later that week, or hell, it's what, Wednesday now? This is a couple days ago, but around the same time, there's... Footage of a black man in uniform, an army, an army lieutenant. Support the troops, Huey. He's pulled over and harassed by officers, two guns pointing at him. He literally said, I'm a little afraid to get out of my car right now. And they said, you should be. That's not going to help the situation. No. He was not killed, but he... Was greatly harassed. I believe I believe pepper sprayed, unless I'm reading reports wrong or getting my fucking I heard the same thing. Or getting my names mixed up. Cause at this point I need more than two hands. I, I had a hell of a summer last year. I know you did. With my father passing, with me coming into this new position, with so many things I, I spoke about <clears throat> in in love and in life, um, and then on top of that, George Floyd and Botham John, Botham Jean. My apologies if I'm getting the name wrong, and more names, more names, more death, more paranoia. I didn't do shit this past summer between the between the pandemic and paranoia. I did not enjoy my summer. Um, there's a running joke on here, right? I I tell you all the time to get your cousins, right? And you're always like, oh, they made my cousins, right? But, you know, it has a bigger meaning because listeners, that's why it doesn't bother me. It doesn't really bother me that much when, like, I'm portrayed as, like, uh, does Jew hate the whites? Is Jew, why does Jew also? That shit don't bother me at all. Because while this is a wrestling podcast, this is also our lives, right? These is this is our diary. These are the thoughts, the lives we live. But the thing is, it's like, yo, 
Like, if it ain't you, if it don't, if it don't apply, let it fly. But also, listeners, if it ain't you, it is your cousins. Yeah. It is somebody you love and support and care for. So you either, because it ain't, it ain't on the victim to fix the victimization. It ain't. It's not on domestic violence victims to stop being domestically violent. It ain't on the, uh, it's not on the oppressed to stop their oppression. So you either got to go, if you cut them off completely, then they don't learn. But if you f- have those arguments, you have those fights, maybe you end up cutting them off completely. But at least like you had, you drew the line in the sand. There are a lot of people who would rather learn the hard way of what this life is for other people. So, yeah. That's some of the stuff. Been running running through my brain. I hit one of the hardest workouts today that I had in a long time. That's good. It helped a little bit. But a little bit. So, it's the life that shows me, that shows us. So, I've said for a long time that, like, nothing has changed except technology. There's more microphones. So, like, yeah, more cameras. More microphones, more cameras, right? So, y'all's cousins who. Our allies now, listen, there are white allies back in the day. There were there were there were interracial relationships in the day. There were I mean history is taught by the winner. History is told by the winner. So on one hand, while we talk about like the greatness of Pearl Harbor and the ills of or sorry, not the greatness of Pearl Harbor, the greatness of like the Boston Tea Party and the ills of Pearl Harbor. We're also trying to erase the fucking Tulsa massacre. I had actually, uh, I had seen, I saw like an, not an ad, but like an article talking about this documentary. I, and then like one of my one of my favorite podcasts started talking about it like the next day or two. Um, what's it called? Destroy all shit. What is it called? But basically, it's about the history of, like, the whites and how history didn't exactly go the way it's been oh, taught. I know. Oh, I know that part. Yeah. Um, destroy. I'm trying to. Am I? I'm not going to find. I'm going to try to find it. And destroy not might not be the word. Um, I don't know. I'm forgetting the name. But uh, I'll find it before we get done. I, I, at least I'll, I'll try to. But yeah, man, that's where we're at. Summer is coming, and uh, for those listening, get your fucking cousins, so I can fucking DJ their weddings. Yeah, Ren. So. The the Lakers are second in the West without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. 
Um, we caught up on snowfall last week because we recorded late, and so now we have like no snowfall takes because it's. I know, <laughs> right? So we'll be back to. Oh shit! So listeners, this will be our last episode for like four weeks because we run via the pay per view schedules. We better have something good to talk about. I'm saying, so WrestleMania being the the quote unquote end of the season, and AEW not having a pay per view till the end of May, we got a little. You know what? Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the hard camera. Subscribe to us on all your favorite platforms: Spotify, Radio Public, um, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Uh, we might have to drop some in the meantime before we drop the real thing in the meantime. Maybe a little. Maybe a little, a little something. Maybe a Q&A session or a best of session or something. But some we got to, yeah, because Snowfall is going to end soon. And we can't wait four weeks to, oh, to bring yeah, this to the streets. Just do a Snowfall episode. Bruh, maybe. <laughs> Straight to Snowfall. Please recap. And compare and fucking compare Snowfall characters to, to wrestlers or something. Because, like, I've got no idea where this shit's going to end. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah, no it's doubt. Bro, it's it's yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Ooh, my uh, so my lady friend actually listened to uh, not this past episode, but the one where I thought I was gonna get shot. Oh, yeah. Now, luckily, me and her had had certain semblances of that conversation already. Before she heard it. As you see, this white tee is super white. No bullet holes. No red. So, covered my tracks there. Um, what did what, 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 what she think about when the rest said, uh, the podcast that shoots back? <laughs> <laughs> she actually didn't mention it. What she was actually... Uh, the part that actually took her the most, and here's my chance to be sweet. There was a moment where I said, um, what did I say? I said, there, there's a woman I really care for. And then I said, there's a woman I love. Let's stop fucking around. That part is actually what stuck out the most. So you say the right things at the beginning. You can say whatever you want after that. Whatever you want after that write that down yeah yeah word to sean hunter (laughs) word to sean hunter and she uh no they uh she uh she complimented our chemistry and how smooth we are together on the microphone and how we uh yeah no doubt no doubt shouts to her shouts to everyone listening in everyone listening in she actually didn't comment on the story about my dick um it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's like twelve. No it's like twelve years ago. That was so long ago. Jeez, grow up. Thirteen years ago, right? Jeez, it's been cleared up. I got, I got no comment on that one. It's all good. It's all good. She actually stuck around for the wrestling content, That's which I was I, very I, impressed by. Yeah. And uh, you know, and that's the thing, man. We sit in these moments. And we tell people, like, for one, the scope of the show, 
the full scope of the show. But also, we tell them, listen. Well, uh, before I say that, but the scope of the show, and we try to make the content palatable for fans who are who get it and for non-fans. But we also talk about the really, really fun tangents and Easter eggs that we purposely don't put in the best ofs. Dig in, stick around. Um, she really enjoyed <laughs> the tangents and the Easter eggs, and also mentioned that she actually kind of understands it a little bit more now. So All listen, man. Dog, we're mad easy to listen to. We're mad yeah. easy to listen to. Yeah, we got nice voices, dude. The silky tones of Big Ren. Just cuss a lot. Yeah, right. Kinda, yeah, but you kinda, say. Kinda. Kind of edgy on the kind of my side. You're kind of edgy. I you mean, know, shit. I but listen, the goddamn book. Listen, you say goddamn and fuck so seductively. Who wouldn't want to hear you cuss for two hours? Fucking a man. Fucking a man. Like how? To, listen, to how I just said that poorly. It sounds forced. It was mad forced. <laughs> mad <Fucking> forced. It. <laughs> it's got to be smooth. Just take a breath and just, it's like it's like taking a shit. No, oh you, you don't want to push too hard, you know. You just, you just gotta let it just gotta let it flow. <laughs> Especially if you eat your veggies, please eat your veggies. You, know? you don't want a stomach cramp on the toilet. You got mad problems. <laughs> That's mad problems all in one. Your blueberry intake still high. You still. Um, uh, more on the blackberries now. Ooh, the blacker the berry, the smoother the shit. Yeah, so the frozen yeah. blackberries, you put them in smoothies or shakes or something, you just just pop them in. True, Junior likes them too. So, were you one of the dudes who like used to like like bite the popsicle <laughs> and like chew the ice cubes? I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> you niggas are weird. You niggas are weird. And it wouldn't even be like the side of your teeth. <laughs> well, clearly we can't. Clearly we can't eat popsicles. I'm not. Listen. Listen. So I've been talking. We always talk about the weird shit about parenting, right? But like all the weird shit. Like my birthday's in the middle of June, and so there was only one time I celebrated my birthday with like my classmates, and it was like the last day of school, like a week and a half before my birthday, like the fifth, right? And so there's another cat who had the same birthday as me. So we collabed at eight years old. Like, yo, let's have a joint, joint, joint. Yeah, you know I'm saying. But think of the idea of your birthday party and you buy all the stuff for the kids to celebrate with. Like, it's my birthday. Why are they not buying me cupcakes? Well, because, like, it's a celebration of your day. That I had to pay for. Yeah, but, like, I mean, nowadays I'd be like, fuck y'all. Y'all want to come to my house <laughs> buy me some beers, you know? Bring like, me whatever. some, right? 
But, like, back in the day, like, when you're a kid, like, it's obviously like, yo, let's have a party for me. Like, let's spend a bunch <laughs> of money and have my friends come over for me. Word, right? Uh, like, but, we'll, go to the skating, we'll, go, we'll go to the skate rink. Skating <laughs> rink used to be the birthday party move. Yes, it did. But, like, I'll talk with my lady. So, my lady is Jewish, right? So, and me, listen, I'm just, I'm not a religious dude, but I, you know, celebrated Christmas growing up. And so, like, we talked about, you know, the idea of, like, celebrating Christmas versus, you know, Hanukkah. and yeah, seven days. Seven whole-ass days, right? And we talked about how, like, every fucking holiday is bullshit. And how, like, we as parents know it's bullshit. But we got to do this shit because we don't want the kids to get made fun of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's what's crazy, too. Is if all the parents know it's bullshit, why don't we have a meeting? You know, you, you know, you know. One of the fucked up things I just realized, like not just realized, but like back in the day, being like in elementary school, like after Christmas break, like we go to class and shit. Yeah. One of the classes we talk about all the gifts that we got for Christmas. You know how right. fucked up that is. That's tr- that's awful. That's, that's terrible. Awful because you know there's at least one kid up in there. Who had a bum-ass Christmas that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, I remember it was, like, fifth grade. Everybody's talking about CD burners. And there's, like, <laughs> kids. I got a CD burner. I'm thinking, what the fuck is a CD what burner? What is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? True. True. Damn, that sucks. Kids are trash because they just don't know no better. Yeah. So it's like you can kind of like get away with it. Teachers are even more trash for like even not even facilitating about that it. shit, right? Like I got music, like I got punk rock CDs in like fourth <laughs> and fifth grade, right? You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Like these kids are talking about CD burners. Like I got actual CDs. No, I got I bought I bought the Rancid album, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is crazy. But to tie it all around, right? Like parenting again. Like, we just talked about <laughs> sucking and biting popsicles. But, like, I'm going to have to cut up the hot dog for my son. No corn dogs. No popsicles. No Twinkies. Corn dogs are fire. You know, you know which foods are shaped like dicks? The best kind. <laughs> <laughs> I had a treasure full. I had a treasure chest. A, tre- a treasure chest. <laughs> like, am I that fragile to be like, oh, can't give my kid my my four year old can't have a popsicle because you're gonna suck it or bite it either way. It's fucked up. Can't have gushers. Yeah, then at the same time, like you don't want like you don't want your kid to be all weird, being that like weird surgical ass kid that's got a corn dog laying on the plate and he's cutting it with a fork <laughs> around the stick and shit oh my god dude like, this kid is gonna grow up to be a psychopath you know what I I'm mean? saying <laughs> fuck I think and if he didn't this feels like a Kevin Hart routine cause I've been shitting on Kevin Hart in his last last week I was shitting on Kevin Hart I had people in the office I was shitting on Kevin Hart in his last X amount of stand-ups. But I think he had a bit, and if he didn't, it sounds like he would, where, like, his daughter was, like, liked popsicles too much. It sounds like a Kevin Hart bit, even if it's not. But, like, 
Yeah, man, you don't want. I don't. Never mind. I'll just yeah, stop yeah, there. Are you talking about these popsicles? Like, are you talking about the ones that are like the straight ones, like in the fucking plastic? All of them. Man, I'm talking about this, man. That's all we ever had. We I'm talking pops. Yeah, listen. I was I was mainly talking about the ones in the the the, the flavor the flavor ice. Those. How the fuck else do you get those things out? <laughs> I don't fucking know, dog. See, that's what I'm saying. Let them melt and kind of. And I was more so talking about like the people who will bite them with their two front teeth. Yeah, like you niggas are weird. You niggas are I weird. Wish I sucking on them, dog. <laughs> can't win. Can't win. You can't win. We'll, we'll oh. let the people decide that one. Yeah, y'all got it. Y'all got it. We'll we'll take it from here. Want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode one hundred eleven. Of the hard camera, T H C C X I, and I am your guy, <clears throat> your guy, Juve, J U V, just under your visual. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are CM Punk and Kofi Kingston. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. Got a dog. You want to find me up on Twitter and Instagram? You can look up a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. I'm also on Snapchat. It moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Fucking check it out, y'all. No doubt, hit me on Twitter and the instant grams. At Juvi Desayuno, that's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on both Twitter and the Instagrams. At The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, etc. And things of that nature. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Breaker. Some are listening on Radio Public. Shout out to Australia. I don't know why I shout out Australia when I mention Radio Public, but hey, whatever. It always seems like a cool place to go. Listen, man, I hear great things. Great things. What's that other place that's just like Australia? New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Diet Australia. Mm-hmm. Just lost that fan base. Heartwarming content, heart-building content, <laughs> content that is going to do its best to get New Zealand back, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Big Ren, the season is over. We had two nights of WrestleMania. WrestleMania 37 is in the books. Before we recap, WrestleMania, we got to get down to the numbers. Kind of giddy. Final I stats. I kept it low on purpose. <clears throat> For both nights of WrestleMania, Big Ren went 6 of 12, taking his total to 98 of 157, 62.42%. You got Juve. Both nights of WrestleMania went 9. Of 12, taking his grand total to 96 of 157, 
61.14%. Congratulations, Ren. I won! You are the man this year. I fucking won, finally! You fucking won. Salute. It was close. It was very close. It came down to two matches. I, I was right there. And listen, I didn't tally him up until about an hour and a half ago. Because I wanted a surprise too. And because I knew I did pretty, pretty well with WrestleMania this year. There was a couple I got up on you. Yes. And we'll talk about those. And it was ones I should have known better because it just made sense. Uh, actually, there's only, really, there was only one. And it, it was the one I should have I should have went this way on. But we'll talk about it in a bit. The one that made the most sense. Um, yeah, man. I did really well with WrestleMania. I was like, oh, shit. This might have been the wave. I was very close. I uh, Listen, man. The bad guy has to fall sometime, right? Salute man. to you, my man. That was that was a close one, though. Was it was it three matches? Very close. Came down. You beat me by two. Two matches, Yeah, man. beat me by I two. Away. My man. I kind of would rather get blown out than to be so close, but it happens. You fought for it. I fought hard. I fought hard. Fought for a year. Uh, next year, man, I am getting you out of here, my guy. Love you. I'll do it with love. That's the first time I've ever got to hear that. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. Uh, so, WrestleMania. What do you think, man, overall? Dude, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it, actually. Me too. I was surprised. Yeah. Do you think it was the fans that helped or... Was it just a good show, or can you really not exclude it? Because, you know, over the last year, you know, during the pandemic, we always kind of said, I mean, you know, good shows, good shows, good shows, even with the piped-in noise. But this mania, I mean, we had fans both nights. They withstood the rain. Um, yeah, I, I think they only helped. I think, I think it was – I think it was – fans the wrestlers the commentary team just everybody was just fired up everybody was feeling a fucking electric yeah man it was it was like just somebody you love you hadn't gotten to see in a while you finally got all in the same room and it was just like yesterday but even better it was it was a big time team effort on yeah yeah it wasn't no bullshit of the crowd trying to take over it was like it was there, yeah, that little bit of distance. Did did what you had to do, right? The crowd missed being in the room, and so they was like, oh, we're here now. You know, love it. The wrestlers, I'm sure, you know, missed it. Commentary, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It was real good. It was good. I'm not mad. Um, instead of breaking down night one versus night two, let's not separate them. I know there were, it was two shows, but it was one show. What was your... Bat, bat, blat, blat. Your match of WrestleMania. That's so tough because I was doing it night by night. Gotcha. Uh, okay, let's do it this way. Okay, what was your match of night one? Honestly, Damon Priest and Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Really? Yes. Okay. I thought you were going to go a different way the way you lined that up. But listen, Bad Bunny did his thing. <laughs> Dude, 
he had a blast out there doing it too. You could tell, yeah. He wasn't no slouch, like like no diss to Pat McAfee. Listen, be, like it was kind of green when Pat was up in the ring. Listen, one and Pat McAfee's second match was better, but he still did his thing in the first match. But listen, and now he had a, what you know what I was gonna say. Bad Bunny had the the benefits of it being a tag match, but like he wrestled most of the match. Yeah, he did. He did his thing, man. Yeah. Like I was surprised. Like I was like I was wondering. I was like, how the fuck is this gonna go? Yeah. His intro was fire. Woo! Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. And the thing is, that only makes sense because I mean he he rocks crowds for a living. Yeah. So he knows the subtleties of movement. And all of that. It's different from like a Pat McAfee or or like a Floyd Mayweather, who they don't rock. They're too perform. Like, yeah, like they're pre- not saying concert people aren't physically performing, but yeah, they when they perform, it's it's a focus. Like F- Floyd is fighting a man, and Pat is kicking a ball, but Bad Bunny literally rocks crowds for a living. So at least the entrance part wasn't gonna be such a it wasn't gonna be such a stretch. You know, the the subtleties of the nuances of movement. Um he did his thing. That really might be like the uh, I'm trying to think of like all the celebrity involvement that I've seen and I'm familiar with. Um you know, Mr. T back, you know, the couple times. WrestleMania one, he he, you know, the benefit of Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper. He didn't wrestle the whole match. Um, Lawrence Taylor did his thing, a natural athlete. Um, of course, Floyd Mayweather. That match was fun. Listen, man, Bad Bunny. I don't think there's any botches up in that motherfucker either. He did his before. thing. He did his thing. I wouldn't mind to see him come back. I wouldn't mind at all. I wouldn't mind. Um, salute to the Miz. And and John Morrison, Miz and Morrison the next night Raw after Mania, um, which has no juice anymore. Raw after Mania, no juice. Um, but in the during Miz TV, Miz kind of slickly, subtly like took credit. Like Maurice was like, "Oh, baby, you're so giving," which you know, kind of slick. But he had to pull off some of the moves, and, and, and kudos to Morrison. We all know the Destroyer is more so on the person taking the move than the person giving it. But I'm not going to hate. I can't take anything away. We talked about Bad Bunny relocating and going to Orlando and, and being being in the PC. Y'all, nah, Bad Bunny did his thing. His selling was decent. Yeah, like, no, he killed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Second match of the night, though, was the main event. That was my match of the night. I knew it would be. It that was, was my. It was really good. And like, and honestly, the only reason I give that one the one my match tonight is because Bad Bunny was in it. It was and better so than expected. Yeah, better than expected to you. I feel that. I feel that. I can't front. This match was better than expected. Like I knew it would be good. I just didn't know it would be this good. Yeah. I thought it was really good, man. I don't know what Sasha Banks was wearing. I don't know what that look was about. But hey, listen, if you're the heel, be the heel. Be it. Um, I thought we would see handshakes and hugs. We didn't. It's cool. But we saw the the footage we weren't supposed to see of Sasha Banks smiling at the end of the night. Uh, we just didn't get to see it in character. Um, no, that match was that match was good, man. A hair I, crack? Listen. 
That was a well, story wise, that was a great payoff because oh, yeah. Sasha kept going back to the hair and using the hair to get an advantage as a veteran. But yo, I don't know if she expected all that. I know I didn't. <laughs> like one, that's what I was gonna say. Like hearing it was like shit, yeah. and then literally seeing. <laughs> That she she can't teach that. <laughs> Literally seeing it, she was she was cut up from the hair whip. That was yeah, that was great, man. There was a, a Twitter account that I saw. Um, there was a moment in the match where Bianca Belair hit the four fifty splash, and Sasha Banks kicked out, and Bianca started to have like a bit of a panic attack, right? But. She, like, gathered herself, composed herself. It was a callback to her match with Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. She hit the 450. Shayna kicked out. And Bianca Belair kind of lost it. And she never fully recovered. That's what we got. That's what we got. And her inexperience costed her the match and got her choked out. Whereas now she's a year wiser, a year better, more experienced. She's been in those moments before. She gathered herself um, and, and brought it home. Brought it home. I like, I do. It, was, it was a phenomenal fucking match. And like the beginning of the match too, like before they even started going at it. That was a moment. Like, that was a moment. Damn. Like, yeah. Like y'all gotta like I loved every I loved every minute every second of that yeah but then like you you kind of tell me they were looking at each other I was like okay like we gotta let's get it now I'm gonna stop crying I'm gonna gather myself real quick and we gonna that's a good yeah hell of a moment hell of a moment Michael Cole I know listen so I didn't (laughs) for one I know he practiced that history's being made to the first time two black women. Or man inventing a WrestleMania. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he practiced that. He practiced that line. Like he had a yeah, he had to get he had to make listen. I you know I gotta deliver this. Cause I know it's I know it's history. They're gonna make me say it's history. <laughs> and uh yeah. I'm glad they main invented. Not just because of the like black girl magic mania, but because it only made sense. No, it's the it was the match that totally should have main invented. Yeah. Um Two Royal Rumbles, two different champions, two different nights, and both the Rumble winners main event. It only made that only made sense. Um, I'm gonna go with, you know, I was gonna, I, I almost had it as a tie, but we talked about you know championships. Don't look at me like that. Kind of early, right? Maybe I guess there's no time for. I guess it's not too late. Three, two, one. Pull the cock out. Popsicles over here. True, goodness, fucking gracious! <laughs> Shot to Peacock. Um, yeah, no doubt, man. Um, I kind of have this. Oh well, I, I, I kind of have this tied, so I'm just gonna put this out first because it was the first match of the new of the fan era. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre did their thing, man. They did. They really did their thing. Um, an epic battle of two horses. They no, they went at it, man. They went at it. Um, they did a really good job of creating that suspense. It could have went either way. That was I, one. That was one that we split. 
I didn't like the I, I had no problem with Bobby Lashley winning. Yeah. But I didn't like the ending at all. Um, that kind of threw me. Like it was so quick. <clears throat> like uh, he put him in the hurt lock real quick. Hmm. Dropped him down. Like the rep didn't even do the fucking the old arm grab. Yeah. So they stopped. They stopped doing the three arm grabs. That's been a few years. Yeah, but still. But still, but yeah, even the one, he just kind of just yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. That actually wasn't a part of the finish I had a problem with. The part of the finish I had a problem with was Drew McIntyre, two-time champion, MVP has been talking shit all match. Why is this the moment that oh I'm distracted now as I'm about to hit my finishing move? After I've had this war, like, why are you distracted now? Yeah. No, no, I didn't like that one bit either. Yeah. Like, where's your fucking head at, Drew? Where, like, where's your head? You, you deal with this every week. Like, why, why is right now this is the problem? He didn't grab your leg. Like, you got distracted by words, homie. I thought it was pretty cheap. It, just give Bobby the, it was a clean win. Give him the squeaky clean win. He could have went for the Claymore. It could have been the same thing without the distraction. Go for the Claymore. He ducks right into the hurt lock. Oh, now we've got the rematch. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? I'm so over this feud. I think think we're a little bit over Drew. That could be it, yeah. I I, I love everything Bobby's doing now. Because they did this feud, you know, last year and then came back to revisit it for Mania. But I think I think there's just a little bit of a little, little Drew fatigue. They could have went with Braun Strowman. Oh, that's what I was hoping it was going to be. They could have went with Strowman versus Lashley. Um, well, yeah, we'll break all that down. I wanted to mention because I mentioned Michael Cole and the and the Black Winter WrestleMania line. Now I didn't get to watch the main event until after I watched Night Two. Okay. So during Night Two, Michael Cole said something about the hell he was getting. Because of whatever he did last night. And so I watched the Bianca Sasha match. How? How? How did Cole fuck that call up? It's Cole, baby. There, like, there was no... Like, there was no mistake that Sasha did not kick out. She didn't move an inch. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I feel like there was, a, like, quite a few slip-ups. I mean, and like this, like, and honestly, I think it has to do with just actually the the electricity being the in the room. Yeah, you know? I'll give them that. Yeah, and I'll like, give and like, that. You know, like, why were they standing during like the first match? I don't know. Maybe, maybe shit was wet or something. I have no idea. I have you no clue. Wet, dog. I don't know. <laughs> you yeah. suck that thing. Dog. Oh my god! <laughs> you suck that popsicle. Holy shit! You know, I was going to name this episode Summer is Coming, but listen, suck that popsicle. It's very close. It's very close. Um, but yeah, I had to mention that. And even in the replay, like I was expecting Graves to like shit on Michael Cole because in the replay, you had an even better angle that Sasha did not move in the slightest. And so you, to make that awkward call, Sasha kicked out. No, Cole. We haven't like, that's just... Just weird. What are you watching, dude? What are you watching, veteran? <laughs> um, but yeah, so a little a little thing there. Uh really like Bobby and Drew. Really liked Cesaro and Seth Rollins. 
That was my number three match of the night. Yeah, Cesaro taking the W there in a nice back and forth. Um, I think they were going for like the stomp into the RKO type thing from Mania 31. And it didn't get quite the same elevation, the stomp into the uppercut. But I can't do it. So, <laughs> shit. Why hate? Why hate? Can't hate. Uh, Cesaro hit 23 swings on Seth Rollins. Pretty impressive. Mad impressive. Mad impressive. Full-ass body 23 times. Bruh, listen. <laughs> Let me spin in circles by myself 23 rotations. It's going to be a problem. I'm throwing up. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me throw up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. Multiple times. They got 23 feet out. Listen, my man can projectile vomit with the best of them. <laughs> with the best of them. There's a picture somewhere on the internet. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, w- I actually wasn't there for that one. I think I got there a little bit afterward. That was like 1030 in the fucking morning, dude, after a keg race. At the Farrah House? No, that was in Carbondale. Was it? Yeah, that was on Cherry Street. Oh, shit. Didn't you like projectile vomit at the Farrah House? No, that was the first place I ever got drunk. Okay. Like 15 years old. Wasn't projectile, though. Got it. Nah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't have those skills yet. Ah, true enough. The, the core. The core wasn't developed quite yet. The neck yes. muscles weren't quite there yet. Got you. Got you. Got you. Development. Had to develop. Oh. <laughs> um... We mentioned Braun Strowman. Let's get into that, man. Braun Strowman defeated Shane McMahon. This is for anyone who's ever been called stupid. We've all been called stupid, Braun Strowman. The hell? I like to think I'm smart as shit, and I've been called stupid. This is for everybody. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What'd uh, What'd you think of the match? was cool uh i mean anytime like a part of the cage gets busted open it's just like what are you doing like what are you waiting on <laughs> you know but i mean fuck dog shane got tossed that ripping open a cage was impressive was very very impressive um you know yeah listen shane made it look mad dynamic he did because if we had seen him get thrown off through the table, you know, that's another L for Braun Strowman. Um, now, this fall wasn't as spectacular as being thrown through a fucking table. But he made it look as good as he could. That's a big, that's a big like, 10, 10 to 11 foot fall. It's about 15 feet. Oh, that's what they say. That's what they say. Maybe, yeah, that's what they say. Plus, he had to, he had to, leap, he had to leap, out, leap outward and, yeah, and flip. So... Yeah, man, with the with the hypotenuse and the parabola and the square the square root of this apartment, he yeah he went pretty far. Um, I do like that Elias uh, helped out at the beginning as a way to kind of because if it was a straight up one on one, you know Shane wasn't just gonna get no heat in like that. But slid Shane the chair. Shane um, made the chair shots dynamic. Like he he kept it. Original. It wasn't boring. Uh, you know, heat segment of him working, uh, working Braun Strowman over with the chair. I feel like we always talk mad shit about Shane before WrestleMania. 
And then every time we get to WrestleMania, it's like, yo, we showed out. I mean, like... Shane always shows out. I think we, we didn't like the feud. We didn't like the build to this shit. Like, what? It was it was the worst build ever. It was rough. It was build. It was rough. Like, like every time they have like a bully feud storyline, it's just so stupid. Just because like we we know what WWE is all about. Yeah. It's yeah. like you know, you can't think of something better. Yeah, yeah. It was rough. Yeah. It was rough. Do you think we get a uh, Orton versus Strowman now? I think we should. Have we ever? We we've never seen that, have we? I don't think we have. Not on a grand scale. No, I don't Not think so. Not competition. Yeah, no. Um, I wouldn't mind it. Why I not? I, I, if we do, I hope Orton. I mean, I hope Strowman goes over. He needs the elevation. Yeah, he beat Shane, which is one thing. But we'll get to the Orton thing in a bit. But Orton coming off his win. Uh, be a good look. Be a good look. Uh, real quick, before we get to, to that. Uh, new Raw Tag Team Champions, AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, defeated the New Day. I got that one. No, you flipped that around. I picked. Did I? Yeah, you picked New Day. I swear I picked him. Yeah, you picked New Day. I'll go back and listen, but I got it in my notes. That's all right. I still won. You did? Whatever. You still won. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if I got that one wrong? Pussy. Uh, but yeah. Suck that stick. <laughs> so, oh my god. Suck that. I'm sick of your your shit. Um, this match was kind of fun. It was. It was kind of fun. New Day. It was. It was interesting because like they're the baby faces, but they kind of played the heels a little bit in not letting AJ tag Omas, knowing that like everybody wanted to see Omas. I mean, and, like, that's, that's just good tag team wrestling right there. Cut off the ring. Listen, Xavier Woods, goal. Cherish that man. He said he literally. He said some about. He literally said some about. We are cutting off the ring. You are not a tag team wrestler, AJ Styles. We are cutting off the ring. I'm like, yo, I fucks with that. I'm 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 fucking with that. Yeah, that was that was fun. And then Omos finally got in. Uh, AJ Styles got the hot tag, and uh, started whooping ass, man. Started whooping ass. I was, I was kind of surprised with his abilities. He did just enough. Yeah. Just enough. Um, that choke bomb on Kofi. Shit, man. How tall is Omas? Like seven foot. Tall as hell. Well, shit. AJ Styles is probably about 5'11". I would say, man, he's got to be about seven and a half, maybe. Maybe. I kind of want to look it up. I don't know if I'll get like a, uh, a actual height. 7'3". 7'3". Yikes, man. That's a big fucking dude, man. Uh, that choke bomb was nice. We didn't even see the new Raw Tag Champs on Raw the next day. No celebration. What shit is that? Now that I think about it, we saw a lot more of the losers. We definitely did. <laughs> like, we saw Matt Riddle. New Day was in a handicap match two-on-one against Elias. I'm never acknowledging that dude. Just so from now on, he was in a <laughs> he was in a, they were on a two on one match against Elias. Um, who else? Matt Riddle got his ass beat. That was a banger, though. Yeah, yeah. That fucking ending, that ending of that match. Holy shit! 
Oh yeah, well fuck it. Let's get to night two. Let's get to night two. Uh, what was your match of the night for night two? Main event. A main event. Damn, that was good. It was fire. Damn, that was good. It was real good. Shit. Like, having like, I didn't expect Edge to work as much as he worked. Really. That match, yeah, yeah. Like I figured it was gonna be more Brian and Reigns. Right, right. Yeah, Edge is back. He ain't having it. Edge is back. Yeah, Jay out there just cutting them down. Bruh. thought we would see Jimmy like a throwing them shits, bro. <laughs> throwing them shits. Thought we would see Jimmy. We didn't see Jimmy, so I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes. Um, gotta think he'll be back soon. Gotta think he'll be back soon. Um, but yeah, man, Jimmy was out here being a menace. Causing ruckus, being the right hand man, like the T-shirt said, until uh, he caught that execution on the steel steps. That's a good way to get him out of the match. Um, just long enough for him to come back. Listen, man, that cross face yes lock spot. <sighs> Big fire! Big what, fire what, what diamonds. Think, what about the double pin? Loved it. <laughs> I. Loved it. I said some motherfuckers talking about it. I was like, yo, Edge didn't get pinned. That's shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Listen, two things. For one, the double pin is so perfect for Roman Reigns. It is. Got both them dudes out of here. That is so no there's no hesitation. There's no well what if, you know, Brian. Got both them dudes out of here, right? But also, let's go with that bullshit, man. Oh, well, Edge, no, listen. Edge's shoulders were down. So if Roman Reigns wasn't involved, it would be a draw. It would be a draw. He was technically pinned because his shoulders were down via via the Shawn Michaels Triple H call-offs from 2003. That's the same exact pin. Sean hit a super kick, fell on Triple H with his shoulders down. It's like a crucifix, kind of like a crucifix pin, just not quite. So if Roman Reigns wasn't involved, it would be a double pin. They would have pinned each other. However, Roman Reigns was involved. And he dragged Edge's lifeless ass body on top of Daniel Bryan and got both them dudes out of here. I loved it. It was, it was, man, I, that was one of the better main events we've seen in the past seven years. Dude, dude. Like, WrestleMania 30's main event, hard to beat. Uh, hard to beat. This was close. I'm going to have to watch those back-to-back. The emotion was different because Daniel Bryan and his journey, but as far as a straight-up pure match, listen, they could both go hand-to-hand. Both go hand in. I didn't expect Roman Reigns to get booed. I mean, I kind of did. Really? But, like, I expected Daniel Bryan to get all the love. Yeah, right. So. I figured that, like, because Roman Reigns has not been in front of a crowd at all, right? So, like, Edge came back last year, Rumble 2020, got mad love. Daniel Bryan's Daniel Bryan. But literally, anytime we, every time we've seen Roman Reigns in this new character, it's been just a Thunderdome and piped in booze. So part of me was thinking, like, we got this crowd. 
who wanted to see Roman Reigns heal for years. Again, I want to reiterate, I was never on that train. I've always been down for Roman Reigns, but just hated the booking. But now that he's been heel and has been absolutely killing it, I thought we would see more cheers. I thought we would see more cheers. But maybe, again, the crowd, you know, oh, man, I missed it, y'all. I, I missed I missed y'all, I man. I missed it. Let's, let's fall in line how we're supposed to fall in line, right? Do you think there were, like, do you think there was any piped-in crowd noise? I was just going to say there might have been. Think so? Just because it wasn't a full stadium. True. It was like, it was like almost 26,000 each night. And I saw there was a lot of gaps. Yeah. There was a lot of walking room. Yeah. Uh, but I know so those I, mics are pretty loud, but go ahead. I'm thinking they might have piped in just a little bit. Yeah. Just to keep it safe. I'm not mad at that. No, I'm, I'm not, not mad, mad at, at that. that. Like, I'm not mad at them piping in just a little bit of fucking sound if there's fans there, especially if it's not full capacity. Yeah. I like it if way it more than the Thunderdome. Difference. Yeah. I like it way yeah. more than piped in noise at the Thunderdome. Oh yeah, I can because I like, can deal with this. Thunderdome, it's like it's like they're telling us what to cheer for. What yes, exactly. I don't like that. exactly. Yeah, that's a little that's a little weird. That's a little weird, especially when you realize that like it's just screens and those screens ain't got no speakers, right? So yeah, I like it more. I I, I can deal with that with twenty five thousand fans than I can with screens. Um, I like Paul Heyman. During this match, the really subtle moments where Paul Heyman will just sell his ass off. I love it. The moment where I believe, I believe Daniel Bryan had Roman Reigns in the yes like by himself, and there's a screenshot you can see Roman Reigns or uh, sorry Paul Heyman in the back like oh my god oh my god oh my god. But the moment now the camera the the moment he notices Edge, he starts hollering at Edge. He starts. Point, come on, come on, come on. Now, he's not on screen yet, so the viewer isn't seeing everything. But if they're watching Paul Heyman, you know something's coming. But I love how Paul Heyman just, he he just adds so much. He adds so much. Yeah. I'm down. He's got a lot, like, he's got a lot of years left, I think, too. So Dude. I mean, killing it. Yeah. Such an invaluable, I don't, I don't yeah. I if he would ever start his own promotion again. But right. I mean, fuck. Anywhere, anywhere that goes, anywhere that dude goes, somebody's gonna be a fucking star. So much knowledge, so much knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Treasure that man. Cherish that man. Absolutely. Yeah. And even in this role, like this isn't the same as Brock Lesnar. No. Like no, no, he's afraid of Roman. Yes. Yes. He's, he's afraid of that dude. He's a, he like he would be afraid of what Brock. Of the violence Brock would do to others, cause it's violent. But he's afraid of what Roman will do to anybody, cause he watched what he did to Jey Uso. But it's almost at like any moment that like Roman might violence up Paul Heyman one day. I think it'll happen eventually. The way he can stay so calm on a microphone, and then. It's like he's he's keeping a calm demeanor, but then like when it's time, it's time. Flip of a switch. Yes. So yeah. Br- with Brock, Brock is predictable. He's just always yeah. mad. He ain't ever talking. He ain't ever talking. I've never talked. 
Never. He's never been a talker just, like that. Just a, just a smidge. Just a little bit. We know what his voice sounds like, but he's never been a talker. Yeah. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is so compelling on the microphone. His character work has been great. His mic work, again, you know, very calm, very deliberate in his speech. But when you piss him off, and it's always got something to do with ego. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Daniel Bryan said, listen, I'm going to tap you out, Duke. You you really not the guy. You know what I'm saying? He tried. He tried. I love it. I love the I work, like, man. Technically, he did a fast line, but. Right, 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 right. Um, What was your uh second match of the night for night two? Oh, the, the women's championship match. Ripley and Asuka? Not a bad match at all. It was good. It was really good. That rematch was not good. No. That was stupid as hell. But it was uh it was it was a good match, man. I don't really have too too much to add to it, man. Pretty straightforward. Rhea Ripley uh defeating Asuka. Um talk to me about it. Any anything you caught? No, I mean like it was just a banger. Yeah. And I mean I mean like really more like for me it was more of Rhea getting her actual WrestleMania moment. Yeah. You know. No doubt. And then I mean I mean fuck dude, how cool was it to see Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, and Raquel on NXT. It was cool. Very cool. Right. Yeah. Why who who has both women's titles on WWE right now? Two chicks that came from NX fucking T. Yeah. Yeah. From like less than a year I mean from a year ago. Yeah, no doubt. You had the four horsewomen from years past and now the new crop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. with it. It was a good look. It was a real good look. Um, let's talk. That's what I'm gonna say. Let's talk about the next night on Raw. We had the Rhea Ripley Oscar rematch, but before that, we had the return of Charlotte Flair. Uh, now I've seen some people praising this promo. Her promo was saying, "Listen, it wasn't my fault that Oscar needed a tag partner. It wasn't my fault that Lacey Evans was out here with my goof ass daddy." And then got pregnant, so I couldn't whoop her ass. It wasn't my fault. I didn't get to face Oscar at WrestleMania. But the thing is, though, while I've seen people praising the promo, to me, she didn't say shit. She didn't say a fucking thing. She didn't say a, a damn thing to me. She said a bunch of, bunch of, uh, bunch of what's or not? Not a bunch of what's. But fuck. What am I trying to think of the word? Uh, bunch of could have beens yeah she, she it was the same gist of, of reestablishing her her heel character but it was the words might have been a little different but it wasn't new like the like the the first half i was like, okay where's this going right where's this going but you know i don't i don't take opportunities i am the opportunity like it's kind of a bar but like Still, like I already were round two. It's WrestleMania, dog. Listen, man. Listen. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Three, two, one. What? Point five. There we go. I was out of tune this time, which I'm actually kind of proud of. It's all good. It's all good. It happens. Yeah. 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 It happens. I was talking about a bunch of wish you could have should have. Yeah. Yeah. You know. The first half had promise, but it didn't take me anywhere. Yeah. And then, I mean, I should have seen it coming at the main event on Raw. 
that she was going to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. So. No doubt. No doubt. We actually didn't mention this. Uh, you mentioned the main event real quick now that Drew McIntyre is getting the next shot. Um, I know they didn't break up the Hurt Business to put fucking T-Bar and Mace anywhere near that stable. Bruh, I'm salty as fuck about that. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I, I, know, I know Bobby and MVP were salty as fuck about that too. Bruh. I read from multiple sources that they fucking went backstage after that shit and was talking to Vince. Like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, whenever I heard that they went backstage talking to Vince about the show, I was like, oh, fuck, Bobby's definitely going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah, man. I ain't got much to say about that. Just. But I did see that Mia Yim photo shoot. Um, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'll leave it there. This is not that kind of pod. Um, Salute is all I'll say. But pushing forward, man. Um, yeah, let's third best match because I know there's one that we're avoiding. We'll get to it. What was your third best match of of night two? Sheamus and uh, Matt Riddle. I can go either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. That was fun. That was fun. Um, I did want to see what white noise off the top rope would look like, but. Within the context of the match, even if it was quote unquote a botch, they would they'd been busting ass hard. Like you can, you, it's under and it rained. Like it's well, it was the night before, but either way, it's understandable yeah. that he couldn't Florida's hold all wet. that. Yeah, Florida's is wet. It sucks popsicles. Um, you could just <laughs> you could you could understand why you know like holding that weight in that position on the top rope was dangerous. And it's not like he completely lost hold. Like, he still came down on his feet and still landed the move. But it was cool. It was cool. Um, that, oh, man. Bruh. I've never, I've never seen a flippity dude in my life. Man, boy got flippity dude, didn't he? That's a flippity dude right there. Bruh. High key. Now, of course, it reminded me of the Ricochet Adam Cole match. But this. I think this was better. It was. I, th- I think it was only better because I think Matt Riddle's bigger than Ricochet. So it just seems like it's like That's a good point. crazy. I think the, the pop of NXT made it seem better because it was more intimate. But two things, right? Well, three things. For one, it didn't end the match. For two, well, I guess it's two things. It didn't end the match. And for two... That super kick, if we're being honest, it hit Ricochet in the neck. Yeah, yeah, that was nasty. Sheamus kicked Matt Riddle in the mouth. Yeah, like he was legit bleeding out of his mouth. Like, like, like you're gonna get, like you're gonna get flipped two different ways from getting kicked in the neck or kicked right in the fucking in the in the sucker. Bruh. And I watched the replay. Matt Riddle was not bleeding when he went for the flip. When he's laying back on the ropes, yeah, he was leaking. Boy was leaking out his mouth, dog. That, that, that wasn't no blade either. <laughs> no, it was not. He did not no take blade a blade to the lips. <laughs> Hardway blood, a bro kick. That bro kick for 12 years has looked fire. Oh, yeah. One uh, of the Sam more legit finishers ever. Wrapped in his fucking tools. 
Yes. Underrated legend. Underrated legend. Yeah. That's like, like you've read you've read all about the shit about hmm. that match, right? That basement placeholder. I've seen a, a couple different things. Yeah. Like they went with Sheamus because Matt was never quote unquote never supposed to be the U.S. champ, but Keith Lee got taken out, and they had to make you know Lashley ready to be champion. Um, I also saw that that was one of the matches rumored that the finish got changed over the weekend. About four or five matches got Mm -hmm. changed right at the end. That originally Matt Riddle was supposed to go over, but did not. Um, All this stuff is rumor. All of this stuff is rumor. It's interesting to talk about, but. I actually watching once the match started. We both picked Matt Riddle. Once the match started, something just felt like it was Sheamus's night. Yeah. As kind of like Matt Riddle is 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 in a safe space because like he's one of those guys who could legit beat your ass, but he has no problem making himself look any kind of silly with all his backstage stuff. Oh, yeah. So if, if they could cool him off and heat him up whenever, but Sheamus, what's up? He's still young as yeah, fuck. Yeah, right, he's, right, he's right. Plenty of time. But with Sheamus having the 2020 into 2021 that he's having, this felt yeah. like it just felt like his time. Yeah. To 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 run with the U.S. title, it just felt right. So, absolutely. Um, Matt Riddle got his shit. Tossed about the next night on Raw. Sheamus wasn't on Raw either. He was on Raw Talk, I believe. Uh, what do you think we do? What's next for Sheamus? Who's who's going to be his first challenger? You think we get the Riddle rematch or we go somewhere else? Uh, I'm going to say it's, it's going to be The Miz. Hmm. Okay. Well, like Sheamus turns face or just two heels going at it or? Just I mean, well, we got two completely different kind of heels. Miz is an annoying dickhead Hollywood heel. Sheamus is a heel who wants to punch you in the face. I feel like I feel like we can have more heel on heel violence with these with violence these that, with these titles that aren't specific like the WWE Championship and the World. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So. True enough. True enough. We're on the road to a Miz Morrison breakup. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, watching Miz like, TV. Like maybe maybe Sheamus or maybe the Miz fight Sheamus for the title, and Morrison says, "Uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because you you know it was a little tense when Maurice uh, returned, and the backstage the backstage moment was a little tense, and then even during Miz TV it was a little tense. So we might and be that seeing was like, "I ain't got my boy no more." Yeah, his, 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 he's back. Yeah, I, yep. I, gotta, I gotta go hit the streets for myself on a Friday night. True enough. True enough. Me and my hair. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking riffraff. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> True. What happened to riffraff? He was hot for a minute. Uh, like act like he actually did a shout out for this mullet page that I'm in on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. You just said so much. <laughs> just yeah, I know, right? Because he's got a mullet. Riff Rap has a mullet right now. Holy shit. Yeah. Riff Raff in 2021 just did a shout out on this mullet page 
that I'm a part of on Facebook. This is like, this is like during the summer. Starting okay. Summer, I, I, gotta, I gotta give a little backdrop. Like, the uh, page got shut down. Okay. 100,000 people. Quarren mullets? Quarren mullets? Quarren mullets? No. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that Quarren titties page. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, what happened? I'm guessing most of them are from Florida. Dude, I listen. I right. I never like. I never checked the quarantine beer chugs page. I know, but like, yeah, like I'll I'll see if it comes across my whatever. But like, when the quarantine started and quarantines was a thing, best page on the internet. It was a pretty cool page. It was a pretty cool page. Like, um, I had some. I had some favorites on there. <sighs> I'm not gonna say another name. Um, never mind. I'll say another names. I'm gonna delete that. I won't. I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget. She actually, uh, she actually deleted me. So I had actually. So. Listen. Uh. So I had sent her a friend request before, before. She was in quarantities. So we were already Facebook friends. And she probably went through and seen how many of her friends were in that group. I was like, oh, this can't be a thing. Well, no, she deleted me after I DM'd her. Nah. Nah. That'll do it. That'll do it sometimes, man. That'll do it. Uh, so I, I unfollowed her on Instagram. Um, showed her. I showed her. <laughs> Yes, I damn did. You're not going to get my mental likes anymore. But also, like, being a guy who, like, is be new to cities and knows the tendencies of women on the swipes and how they take pictures. If they're only, if the photos are only chest up, there's a reason. Hell of a chest, though. But go ahead. No, I, I, I've 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 dealt with those things. Mm-hmm. Seen those things. Like, yes, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, <laughs> it's a safe space. It's your space. Only a select few listen to the, the to the Easter eggs. I still got people that like me. <laughs> True enough. Listen, I have people who love me and listen to me. Wildin' right now, wildin'. <laughs> Baby, it was during quarantine. Me and you really weren't, we weren't rocking at all. That's just, li- hey, listen, life didn't stop. Sorry. What am I supposed to do? Titties was big. Um, Where were we? Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Had a fire. fun little slapper, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. That stunner. Yes, he Wasn't did. That. that was fire. Yes, he did. That was that was a full on Kev- that was a full on Stone Cold moment for Kevin Yo, Owens. yes it was. Yes it was. Yo, Jake Paul gets it. He was does. that Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Logan Paul. Jake Paul's the other Jake Paul's the other one. I don't I don't fucking know. I think Logan yeah. Paul. I think it was Logan Paul. Uh yeah, it was Logan. Logan Paul gets it. It's like clearly they told him he's gonna get booed. And he was like, Yeah, so it's cool. Like, it's all good. Check my Instagram. Yeah, right. I'm used to this, right? I was just doing it in person. And so he even ate that stunner very well. Like, 
motherfucker. It was Supercell Sunday, dog. He sold it the way a non-wrestling celebrity should sell. Yes. Like, it fucked him up. <laughs> like, all the celebrities we had on two nights of WrestleMania this year, they did really well. Yes. Like. Bro, celebrity involvement right now is on the way up. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it if they if they take it serious. Yeah. And they try. Yep. Yep. We'll talk about Mike Tyson in a little bit. But, like, yeah, celebrity involvement is, is on the way. Listen, we've been saying, we've been saying the revolution is coming. Yeah. It'll never be 98 again. That's fine. But the revolution is it's we, bubbling. We're going to get the goddamn fucking wrestle, wrestling revolution right before the fucking world ends. Saying. Ain't nobody going to remember it. <laughs> 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 Right, my last moment so, watching so WrestleMania thirty seven. Hopefully, one of our fans will have archived all of our goddamn Spotify shows and they put it in the safe. Yeah, in the, a fireproof safe. Do we have? Do we have some, a? Some man is gonna find it. True, like, do we have rich fans who've got bunkers and underground layers? I know there is a Fallout shelter at one of the churches here in town. <laughs> Interesting. I drove past the other day. Interesting. I, I seen like the the toxic waste sign, like, <laughs> so, like, like this motherfucker. Yeah, I yeah, seen yeah. All by the door and said oh, Fallout shit. shelter. Like, oh, I've never seen one of those. Interesting. So you got to get right. Last time that motherfucker been updated. So it looks like you got to get right with God, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stay. I'll stay <laughs> Say what's up. Go up in or what? Sup, y'all? I know there's a party down south. You said come as you. Oh my god. <laughs> You say come as you are. Holy shit, man. Hey, fuck it. They say if you're baptized, you're good to go. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It's in the goddamn book. (laughs) And I love water. Holy water. You should see me with a Budweiser. Holy shit, dude. Um, Yeah, man. No, Kevin and Samuel was really fun. It was like... It was like a greatest hits, kind of. Because this story didn't have too much of... Like, this iteration of them, I should say. This chapter in the story didn't have too much behind it. So it's kind of like just relying on who they've been and who they are to each other. They know each other so well. This is for the people that have known their story longer than just their build-up for this WrestleMania match. Yes. Yep. Yep, yep. And so they only got maybe... Nine minutes, nine, ten minutes. It was just oh. enough. It was fire. They did yeah. what they needed to do, man. The brain buster on the apron, the haluva kick into the paws. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. And I saw some post-match interviews online, man. Um, you know, Kevin Owens basically thanked Sami Zayn um, in the sense of, you know, we got to Mania, me and you. We've, we've done it all over the last X amount of years. Here we are at Mania. Thank you. Um, Sami Zayn is going off the deep end, the deeper end. Um, yeah, this ain't the guy who was slam dancing to Sky Music four years ago. This is a different guy. This guy's want to start a revolution. Yes, yes. So I don't know if this feud ends, this chapter of the feud ends or not. I don't know where this goes, but give me more. I hope it doesn't end because these two dudes in the ring together, they they can go. They've got chemistry. 
They've got a long history. Yeah. Kevin Owens is one of my fucking favorite wrestlers right now. Yeah. On the WWE side. I'm not mad. He's been one of my favorite wrestlers over there for a while. And then, fuck, even going back and watching his Ring of Honor matches. Fuck. Yeah, man. Come on. Can you see them? Now, it'll take some doing on the Sami Zayn side, but we've seen them in all iterations. We've seen Kevin Owens as the heel, Sami as the face. We've seen now Kevin as the face, Sami as the heel. We've seen them as heel allies. Do you think maybe later this year we see them as, like, babyface allies, maybe going for the tag titles? I would absolutely love that. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Look at DIY. Yeah, listen. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's fucking book it. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Give me more. Give me more. I will not be mad at that. Um, I'm going to save the worst for last. What do you think about the Nigerian drum match? It was something. It was a thing. It, it happened. It uh, it was not bad. It wasn't it, bad. It was not bad. It was short. It was kind of short. I had I had another idea for the match. I thought it was going to be like basically like a lumberjack match mm. with a bunch of people with drums around the ring. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Yo, no drums were harmed. Drum no drums I mean, were harmed in the making of this match. You know what I'm they didn't even use the I, gong. I, dude. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I really like the Uranagi on the steel steps from the apron. I got that uh, one right. Yes, you got this one right. This is one I should have. The writing on the wall was right there, right? It's their fucking 11th match for the Intercontinental title. It's a match that Apollo Crews created and asked for with his new heel character. And it was... A match with no rules. So there's ways to beat Big E and it'd be a heel victory. Um I was salty. I was salty at the end. Um Apollo Cruz being the new champ. I was salty. I think I but I think why I was now I didn't like the interference at the end. But it makes sense. It makes sense. I think the reason I'm, I was more so salty is because I picked Big E. <laughs> and, I sh- and I picked Big E. One, I should have known, and I should have known better. And so it didn't come to fruition. So I was a little tight. Man, fuck that. Man. So. But otherwise, it was cool, man. It was inoffensive. Nothing was bad about it. But uh, it frees up Big E. Um, so. I wanted to save this question because uh, Roman Reigns got both his challenges out the way. How do I want to ask this? I'll just ask you straight up. Who is the next challenger for the Universal Championship? Baron Corbin. Holy shit. <laughs> I was not thinking that at all. Yes, nice. Good move. You really got me. I sold it. Uh, fuck, dude. It's tough. It's a tough one. How many guys you got in mind? I'm uh, this is I'm going out on I'm on, I'm going out on a crazy one right now. I'm gonna say Jimmy. Really? I would not have thought that. The reason I the reason I asked it and the reason I asked it then is because we just got the title off of Big E. 
kind of similar to, you know, Bobby Lashley. We got the title off of Big E, but also Cesaro got a hell of a victory, a statement victory at Mania. So I was... I'm I'm with either or of those. And so I was wondering who you think gets it first, Big E or Cesaro? Maybe not the championship, but it's a championship match. That's so tough to call. Yeah. I'm going to say Big E. Gets the first championship match. And and honestly, the only reason I'm saying that, I, and I know it's two different shows, I know it's two completely different fucking shows, mm. but Kushida lost to Pete Dunne at Sand Deliver and then came back on Tuesday night and got the fucking Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Instantly. Instantaneous. So. And like I said, the same thing they did with Bobby Lashley. They got the title yeah. off of him, you know. Um, for some reason, I feel like I feel like Cesaro gets the first title shot. I feel like Big E and Roman Reigns, you can do it SummerSlam. Yeah, but I just feel like I feel like I feel like we need to get a couple more matches under Cesaro's belt. Like we know Cesaro can go. Right. Right. Give him right, a couple right, more right. matches to show off. Yeah. You know, and then and then we'll go ahead and I like that. that. I like that. There's also Shinsuke Nakamura, who is who seems to be on the verge, and I think that would be that would be good. Shinsuke and Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? You ooh, it just came to me. I was gonna mention this name. Now you know there was a shakeup at the Raw commentary table. Oh yeah. Mm Hmm. The return of Samoa Joe. I know everybody's looking forward to that. Gotta be around the corner. Yeah, gotta be around the corner. Think of how physical those matches will be. Samoa Joe versus Joe from Samoa. Book that shit. You know what I'm saying? Or rather, Joe from Samoa versus the a, a real Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns. Uh, it's interchangeable. Even just add him to the table. Ooh. Samoa Joe ain't no follower, though. Man, we ain't seen Samoa Joe in the ring in so long, though. I know, I know, but he's no follower. Even when he was aligned with Kevin Owens, like there was no like leader, right? Jay wasn't either at the beginning. Yeah, but Roman Reigns, yeah, I don't see it. And plus, Samoa Joe isn't isn't related. Say it again. He said just do it because he's Samoa. And he's the he's the only Samoan not related to the whole family. Like he's just on the outline like that. Hell, that's a built-in story. Samoa Joe comes back. Like, you've been talking shit about you the head of the table. You're the tribal chief. You're not holding down a Samoan legacy the right way, Duke. We're going to get a Samoan death match. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no drums were harmed in the making of that match. <laughs> On no the doubt. beach. <laughs> On the beach. Yeah, man. So, hell, that's four challenges. Four challenges. That's good. I'm not mad. Because we normally, normally we're stumped. Stumped for like who's next. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So yeah. Shit. Yeah. Cesaro, Shinsuke, Samoa Joe, Big E. I'm of the belief that Big E should just have the championship like, or sorry, that Roman Reigns should just have the championship until like 2023. Uh, But that's a lot of challenges we got to go through. We got to put him in peril sometime to where he's got to, he's got to, we got to see who he is once he loses. We gotta see him try to get it back. So I, I I get it, but yeah, it's a lot of challenges, man. It's hot. It's heating up. Now let's uh 
let's let's round this thing out. Um, I think unanimously, if we go through the card, I think unanimously, if we we polled a hundred people, we could probably say, okay. What I was gonna say, I was gonna say, we could probably say what was the worst thing on the card, and I guess I could still say that just because by sheer numbers, something has to be the worst. But this was definitely the most like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. Thing on the card. Biggest what the fuck way to start off a night. Way to yeah. Way to like make this character mean even less to me. Randy Orton defeated the Fiend. What did Bray do? JoJo. Like, you think Vince is like motherfucker? Mother, <laughs> motherfucker! How'd he get her? <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, my Kool Aid dog. <laughs> I'm saying right. I uh, this was another one of those matches. This one I do believe that originally, supposedly, the Fiend was supposed to win, and it was. Changed literally over the week, like a couple hours before night two started, that we're gonna go with with Randy Orton. Um, I mean, we saw the Fiend heal from all the burn marks. Randy Orton set that motherfucker on fire four months ago, and he healed up magically. We saw the Jack in the Box intro. We saw. Now I was watching this with my lady. It's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to explain. How do you explain that? <laughs> what up? What she think about it? She was just like, "What happened? What? What happened?" Yeah, like that ending, especially. Just uh, the premise was right there. This should have been a squash match. Yeah, Fiend should have murdered Randy Orton. I like how Randy Orton just went right to like his signature moves. It was like, listen, I'm gonna hit this draping DDT because this motherfucker works three times. I'm no chin locks. Chin locks ain't gonna work. We're gonna de- we're gonna drive his head into the mat multiple times. But what the fuck was that ending? The lights cut off and then it's just over. Like, well, no, no, before that. No, I know, but like, no, I know, I know, like. Like the whole ex-bliss shit, like, like, how is that a heel turn? It's, it's like I don't know what Vince is thinking because it definitely ain't it. Because she's been heel. Well, she's kind of well. He's technically babyface. She's just weird. So they're they're yeah, technically babyfaces. I mean, she's shooting fireballs and- at a heel though. She's more creepy and dangerous than anything, but technically they're baby faces. Well, she's a heel now, but like, what? Hey, let me pop out this Jack in the Box with like black liquid on my face. This will this will show them. This will get it done. I don't know. I don't know who produced that one. It fucking got it done. One RKO later, and the guy who. <laughs> Set this killer clown on fire, gets to run free. And so the next night, Alexa Bliss's fun house, or playground, sorry, Alexa's playground, she told the story of the, you know, she met darkness, and maybe she didn't need the darkness once the darkness went away. She could fend for herself because she's evil. She introduced this fucking killer clown doll that's supposed to be, what, what is going on? That wasn't a voodoo doll. 
dude, what, what the fuck? And then Bray Wyatt, he did his fun house, and I fell asleep at this point, so I just had to read up on it. Bray Wyatt's back, like, which, like, which is another thing, it's like, how? Like, what, like? Bruh, he's back, and like, forgot about the guy who set him on fire. Like, like, listen, you might RKO me and beat me. I'm not going to forget the next day that you set me on fire four months ago. I was like, hey, didn't you set me on fire? And like, then, right, <laughs> right, you know? And then, almost as if he wasn't phased by Alexa Bliss turning on him. It's like he just rode with it. It's like, okay. Just rode. Well, I mean, listen, man. Listen, man, 80% of divorces. You know what I'm saying? I said what you said on Orton, so... Yeah, listen, maybe that's just what you like. 80% of divorces initiated by women. It's just part of the game, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. We're going to get a, a new reborn. Like, how many times can you rebuild? Re- how many times can Bray Wyatt be reborn? Like, this is not a three faces of Foley situation, I wouldn't say. No, fuck no. It ain't it ain't quite that. Um, I don't know. Did you notice the matching gear, Randy Orton and Edge? Kind Sorry. of. The matching gear on Mania, Randy Orton and Edge, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but that was just kind of cool. They're on different shows. But those cocaine whites, man, that look good. The white and red. That was fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fire. I wasn't mad, man. That was some of that was some of their best gear in, in a while or ever, yeah. It just had some cool new gear. Like he had that light blue uh joint when he when he faced Jey Uso. Um yeah, I'm not mad, man. I'm not mad. Look good, feel good, wrestle good. You know? I think we've properly broken down WrestleMania, uh recapped mania. Uh any other any other takes, thoughts, takeaways, questions from uh WrestleMania thirty seven. I'm glad it's back. I'm glad fans are back. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed we didn't see, like, well, I'm wondering when fans are going to come back for Raw and SmackDown. Right. Like that, you know, because, I mean, they already did it. I mean, they had, it didn't look like there was too much social distancing going down right around the ring. So, I mean. I saw they did have, like, strategic seats open, but even then, even then, yeah, that wasn't six feet. (laughs) Let's just hook it up. Let's, Let's fucking. Let's turn it on. I feel it. The thought is that we're going to get fans for SummerSlam. I think we well, it depends on where it is. True. I'm sure they're still working that out. Yeah. So I, I know last year. I, I know last year it came down to like one month before. They're like, no, we can't. They yeah. were trying to have fans at SummerSlam, SummerSlam last year. Right. 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 Back before we knew what this whole thing was or wasn't. Was yeah. or wasn't. Yeah, what it still fucking is. Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Uh, you vaccinated? Am not. Am not. Me neither. Me neither. You gonna get vaccinated? I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hold off. My boss. My, it was. It was funny a couple weeks ago. My boss was asking me. Said you, you, you get your shot yet? I said nah, yeah. I wait on that thing. Yeah, I'm kind of holding off. He said, "Well, why?" So I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, just it—it it hadn't been out that long, you know. And something just don't feel I'm, right. Something about it. 
know? And, and he goes, I want my daughter's about to get her second one. I said, well, good for her. Yeah, well, yeah. awesome. Something I'm, about uh, it, man. I'm I'm waiting. I mean, I'm not going to wait 10 years, but I'm looking, I'm looking to see in 10 years. We see <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep, if you were yep. you got the... Johnson Johnson vaccine. <laughs> you may be you. eligible for financial compensation. <laughs> damn, nigga, I got mesothelioma now. Damn. Damn. Gave me the mesothelioma. I, I got no diss on anybody getting it. You know what I'm saying? Go for it. Yeah. Do, Do what you feel. Do what you feel. Still stay away from me. But at the same time, like, I don't think anybody should be, like, dissing anybody else for not getting it. But look where look who we are. Oh, I know. I yeah, know. Look who we are. I ain't uh, on it. This whole thing. Oh, say what? I know you're not tripping on it. Either. I ain't I'm tripping, like, man. This this whole thing has shown us that we were just some dirty motherfuckers for the last two thousand years. I mean, like I've been washing my dick and my ass like I should every day and washing my hands. Facts. You know, Facts. Not sneezing or coughing on motherfuckers, Bruh. I believe it was the last best of where I talked about how. Like, I'd be at bridal shows, and grown-ass men would take a shit and not wash their hands, and then be out here talking to, like, get your fucking cousins. Bruh, every time I go to the bar, and, like, I am go to the pisser, and I see somebody wash their hands after they get done pissing, I say, thank you, fuck yeah, God. fucking hell, bro. I said, what do you mean? I said, you don't see how many motherfuckers just walked about here and didn't wash their fucking hands? Fucking crazy. Thanks for washing your hands, bro. Fucking I'm going to shake crazy. your head later on tonight, just being drunk as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, straight up, bro. Straight up, man. It's just yeah. common fucking sense. It ain't so common. I know, I know it that. It ain't so common, man. We was out here. Like, the the, the saying used to be, like, give me three feet. Like, stay out my bubble. Oh, uh, fuck that. Fuck that. Well, not, not, now that I say three feet's cool, so. Man, listen. If y'all ever see me out in the streets, man, like your local quick trip or starving Marvin... And they got that tape down, that six feet. Please adhere to that. Yeah, no, like, yeah. like, no, I, I, I don't be on my back. And like, and like, honestly, like, I always give myself some distance from motherfuckers in the grocery store, anyways. Before anyway, like, I don't know you, dude. Right? Like, I don't want to stand right up behind me, like, because if you are, I'm gonna look behind me and say, "What the fuck are you doing?" You fucking back, fuck up. go anywhere, cause listen, it ain't even a matter of if you got COVID. Just get the fuck away from me. Just back the fuck up a little bit, homie. Like, let me... I'm Listen, let me rock my space. Can I breathe? You know what I'm saying? Shit, let me get my space. Fuck, man. Um, Love the little tangent, little Easter eggs. Um, Real quick, man, we had the NXT uh, the first night on Tuesday. NXT Tuesday. Uh, Kushida, the new cruiserweight champ. Jordan Devlin gave him a threat, but then has to go back to Ireland, so we'll see. Um, women's tag champions, Shashi Blackheart and Ember Moon. Uh, along with Bronson Reed and, and Dexter Loomis, uh, took on the way. Dexter Loomis, yeah, man. Indy Hartwell got her man, dog. She got her man. Listen. Out there getting some love. <laughs> hey, listen, Stockholm would do it. Weirdo love. Stockholm would do it. Strong, silent type, I guess. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, that was fun. I am really 
feeling this swerve Leon Ruff rivalry. Did you going at it? They are going at it. Swerve, like Swerve, we already saw that that bit of violence. Like he's been violent <laughs> ever since he turned. But then we saw Leon Ruff. Like at first, it was it was just defensive. He was defending himself, but now, man's is violent. This is the NXT version of Big E and Apollo Crews. Gotta be violent. Gotta be violent. So getting to see more sides of both of these guys. This feud is doing doing wonders for both of them. Um, Champa and Thatcher have made it made it known that they're looking at MSK. Um, we'll see how that goes. I have my thoughts on that. Maybe we should hold off until the actual match comes. Should. Yeah. Uh, what else has happened? Raquel had her declaration. She was greeted by Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, like we mentioned before. Uh, looks like the Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole story is not done. No, as they were both that. both wheeled into the hospital, the medical facility. Adam Cole was talking that shit. Was talking that shit, shit. Um, who's the first challenger for for Karen Cross? Um, fuck, dude. I don't know I, either. I, I don't know either. All the top guys are busy. Um, Adam and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, we still ain't seen Bobby Fish can save us now. We haven't seen Bobby. Roderick Strong just resigned. I'm in, I'm really interested in that. We'll see how that goes. Um, unless Karrion Cross, he was kind of the de facto babyface. Against Santos Escobar in the feud that made no sense, so maybe he fits that little tweener role, you know. Um, he takes on all comers. Maybe, maybe Cameron Grimes is like, "Listen, man, new money." That would be hilarious. That would be interesting. That would be kind of <laughs> interesting. Um, but this is the chance for Carrying Cross to win me over fully. Um, I again, I'm not really on that train, but maybe you know he'll put something together to uh, to to. Get me on, get me on the bandwagon. Um, Pete Dunn dropping promos. Find something for him to do soon. Uh, Frankie Monet debuted with her little dog. That, that went so flat. It was a thing that happened. It went yeah. so flat. Like, yeah. What saved that was after she left and Rhea and Bianca came out. Yep. Yep. That was the best part of that segment. Uh, La Huera Loca. I don't think anybody knew who she was. I believe she was the old Taya Valkyrie in TNA or Impact. Yeah, but still, I mean, but, like, no just to them. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think anybody knew who she was because, like, the music hit and, like, it was quiet as hell, dude. You can hear, yeah. hear a fucking pin drop up in there. It didn't hit. It didn't hit no. too hard. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um... Anything we're missing on NXT? I think we ba- we basically hit it all. Uh, over on uh, the other Black and Gold channel, AEW Young Bucks have joined up with Kenny and the Good Brothers. They uh, they had a really really I I like the tag match. I feel you and we we had talked a little bit earlier. You said it went kind of long. I feel that. I feel that. Thirty minutes, dog. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Little little long, but I like the match overall. Um. Let's see what else happened. Darby Allen over Matt Hardy, and uh, Matt, like, dude, 
Matt Hardy over Darby for that match. Like, for how old that dude is, I feel like being in a match like that. Yeah. I mean, my God. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Uh, and rest in peace to the father of Matt and Jeff Hardy. Uh, That's happened. He that happened earlier this week. So. Oh, shit. Kudos to Matt Hardy for for still you know handling the business end of, of everything going on. Be a couple days ago, uh, the passing of Matt and Jeff's father, um, who was a single father growing up because Matt and Jeff's mother actually passed in 1987 God, from from cancer. So uh, back when they were like preteens. So it's been a while. It's been a wild journey for the Hardys. Uh, again, again, rest in peace. Um, Team Taz, Powerhouse Hobbs gave Christian Cage the beats. He fucked him up. The big beats. Big beats. It's kind of nice to see, honestly. A good look for Hobbs. And and, yeah, exactly. And Christian can take it, you know. This will be a nice little feud. Yeah, and it's a and it's a change of pace because clearly, like Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, pretty Ricky, what they call them, were like the two main guys. Of Team Taz, so now we get another look at Hobbs. Hook got to get some shine out there a little bit just by being out there. So, little change, little, little shuffling, little shuffling of the deck in that regard. Um, Britt Baker is on the way, man. Yeah, she's on the way. It's the little things. She is on the way. Um, I'm gonna save my thoughts for Thunder Rosa when we get off the air, but she is on the way as well. Um. What else? Probably the biggest thing, though. Mike Tyson, a member of the inner circle. He didn't. Too, he didn't do too much enforcing. Not too much. <laughs> not too much. Just he, they're they're where and when they needed him. But yeah, not not too too much enforcing. Um. Yes, yeah, celebrity involvement. Celebrity involvement. I've got some. I've got some thoughts on where this thing is going. We got blood and guts coming soon. Um, you want to put a number on blood and guts? Wait till we get a bit closer. It is May fifth, so we got about over a little over a little under a month, about three to four weeks. Uh, so that's, that's waiting a bit. I hear you. We can do that. Uh, May fifth, and then double or nothing May thirtieth. Um, so yeah, I'm not mad at that, man. They're 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 building something nice. I'm I am interested in uh, how blood and guts is gonna go. Uh, anything else we missed? Chris Statlander, the return match, nice little showing. Uh, Miro had a nice little promo. Something that struck me, get? No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was gonna say something that struck me is interesting. You know who the number one contender is for the AEW World Championship? My guy. Tell him, let him know. My guy, Hangman, Cowboy shit. Hangman Adam, Adam Page. Page. Now I know Kenny's got the title for title match with Rich Swan on Impact here pretty soon. I forget which day it is. I know it's coming soon. You think we get Hangman versus Kenny at Double or Nothing? I say. Well, no, Ken, Hangman's too good of a dude to go over to Impact and get involved with this, but Hangman. Uh. Versus Rick versus Kenny, a triple threat match. Oh, Rich Swan, fire! It would be, it would be, it would be, it would be. We haven't seen too much Impact talent of on on AEW. Just the, just the Good Brothers. 
Um, and really, we've only seen Kenny over on Impact, so I guess you know, I guess that's it there. But I wouldn't mind seeing Kenny and Hangman at Double or Nothing. Wouldn't mind it at all. Like I'm waiting on. Wow, I know Ken, I know Hangman's been waiting on it for a while too. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I'm pretty sure Kenny's been like dreading it. <laughs> you know what I think we get at Double or Nothing as well? It's just hit me for the tag titles. What do you think about the Young Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston? I'm 100 with that. Give me that. I'm with that. But like honestly, though, like I could see that triangle beating the Young Bucks before I could see Moxley and Kingston winning. You think? Well, you think they get another match, or you just think it's something you can see happening? I could see it happening before. Yeah. I mean, not like not necessarily not necessarily before like time frame, but like. It just seems like. But if you were to get, if you were to pick a team, you would pick Death yeah. Triangle first. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I I'm hear that. Totally, I'm totally with Moxley and Kingston though. Yeah. Because they, they got did dirty so bad by those motherfuckers. Yes, yes, they did. And, and Kingston is on the mend. Um, you know who I think would make a great TNT champion? I don't know if I mentioned this before, but you know who I think would make a great TNT champion? Pac. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think he would be a great TNT champion. Showcasing like, every week. Not not to backtrack anything, but like, I feel like Kenny, I mean not Kenny, but Moxley and Kingston, that's like Cass, Jack, and Terry. And Terry <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that, yeah. I feel that. True, 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 true. Yeah, I can see that happening double or nothing, man, for the belts. In a, in a nice little, yeah, man. Fantasy booking double or nothing in my mind. Um, yeah, some things are gonna happen. Things we'll are gonna have to happen. Catch that motherfucker early on Sunday morning. So I know how I know how uh, Witcher report be tripping. Yeah, my Peacock stream is strong, but it makes my PlayStation run mad slow. Really? Yes, I don't like it. They don't make mine run slow. I don't know. I've got an old one too, though. What the four? Yeah. Oh, but an old four. I've got like one of the first fours. I've I've had mine since 2015. It's been standing strong. But like all the other apps, all the other apps, just fine. But I know my Peacock has been running slower ever since WrestleMania. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I've been watching. The, I've been watching The Office. It's all right. Enjoy yourself. I've been. I watched a couple episodes of Below Deck. I told you about Below Deck. Never heard of her. I mentioned it, uh, episode 100 with Devin. Below Deck is about, like, this crew of, like, um, this crew on a yacht. These crew of sailors, they get, like, wealthy customers who get on the yacht, and it's the reality show of it all. It's very suburban white wife, yes. Sounds like Gilgan's Island. Sounds like it's, I'm pretty sure it's on Bravo. So, think of just the content that'd be on Bravo. I'm definitely a suburban house mom. Um, shit. say what? <laughs> Mom loves all that shit. Well, hey, shout to Miss Big Ren. Maybe we could talk about Below Deck. Um, did you get to watch the Stone Cold, the uh, Broken Skull session with Chris Jericho? I did not. I have that not finished it. I have not it's finished. It. Yeah, I'm only about a half hour in, so I got to finish that. So it was pretty interesting from what I, uh, maybe about 45 minutes in, but I fell asleep. But um, yeah, pretty good from what I've seen so far. It's like two hours long. 
<laughs> Facts. <laughs> True <laughs> enough. True enough. That's a hell of a segue. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got it, Miguel. You motherfuckers want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can go ahead and search A motherfucker. A underscore M A A F H U C K A. I'm also on Snapchat. You fucking search up Moffed Up 316 M A A F F H H D U P 316. Check it out, y'all. Where they find you at, Juve? Man, they can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juve Desai, you know. J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page, on Twitter, on the Instagrams, at the hard camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, and etc. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, and some are listening on Breaker. Some are even listening on Radio Public. Shout to Australia. Shout to New Zealand. We love you guys. We just, these are just jokes. These are just jokes. Hard- you aren't diet Australia. You aren't diet Australia. You are fucking... You're New Zealand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? At worst, you're almond milk Australia. Uh, Heartwarming content. Heart building content. Content that just be joking with you, New Zealand. We love you guys. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Now, like I mentioned before, we got a little bit of a break between now and the next pay-per-view. But listen, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. We might just drop some any old day. So be close. Stay close by. We'll never let you down. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. (sighs) Salute.